Welcome to another episode of Ask Danny. Well, I tell you, over the years, I have been asked thousands of home improvement questions. So each week here on Ask Danny, I'll bring in one of my expert friends and we'll tackle some of your questions, share a few tips, and also tell you a few entertaining stories to help you out with your project. So remember, next time you have a question, Ask Danny. This week, my guest is decorative painter David Walton, who's been at it for over 30 years, creating specialty painting finishes in homes and businesses all over Mobile and Baldwin County areas of Alabama, as well as a number of cities all over the southeast. David, uh, sure glad to have you on the podcast today. Great to be here, Danny. Now, I've known you for a long, long time, and I was, I was very intrigued when we first met because um, you, you create so many different textures and colors and on almost any type of surface, what kind of pushed you into this area and kind of inspired you to take on this specialty painting and finishing? Well, I was actually, uh, after I got out of Bible college, mm-hmm. I became a regular house painter. How about that? That takes <laughs> a good degree. <laughs> but I, uh, I had been doing painting for several years as something to earn an income with, and I love painting. But I learned that I'm much more of a creative person than just putting paint on, as well as I'm not a great boss. I don't know how to tell the guys, no, you got to do that again, whatever. I sure. Like. I love the solitude of working by myself. No you know, so. Sure. And uh, anyway, I saw this trend happening and, and heard about it, and, and I'd seen some different things at some of the show homes and all, and in the magazines, and I thought, I wonder if I could do that. And I thought, well, probably by the time I learned it, the trend will be over. But a couple of years <laughs> later, I realized the trend has not really hit our area yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I actually went into a class over in Mississippi for a week, and it's the best thing I've ever done. Oh, great, great. Well, learned we, the basics yeah. and took it from there. Well, you've tackled just about any, every type of finish that you possibly can. What about, you mentioned that it was very trendy and it might go away because things do happen like that. How has the popularity of faux finishes and different type of graining and glazing, how how has that held up? People still want it in their homes? Yes, yeah, certain parts of it. Uh, I will admit that in the very beginning when I got into this in 1993, there was a real popularity with the do-it-yourself market, and you could go learn how to do sponge painting and rag painting mm-hmm. on your walls, and a lot of do-it-yourselfers and housewives would do that. And that was cool. And I was doing a lot of that in the beginning. They wanted a professional to do it. Did a lot of that, but it's not quite as popular doing those kind of effects anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's specialized more into glazing and antiquing cabinets and furniture. And I, I still do a lot of wood grains and marbles, which is kind of a very traditional, been around for centuries, mm-hmm. European style. So it's not a huge market for it, but I, I stay busy doing a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, now, um, you know, cabinets and trim and doors, you know, if you have, you know, so many of the old cabinets and kitchens and so forth, which is somewhat at the center of the family home, mm-hmm. you know, if it's um, if it needs a little styling, you can always put a coat of paint on it. But what are some other options that have worked well with some of your clients when they have um, cabinet issues that are a little bit tired and dreary? Well, I guess the biggest thing when I'm working with older cabinets is usually they're very dark stain, and they're just tired of that and want something mm-hmm. brighter. So mm-hmm. what I'll do and what I would recommend to anyone if they were wanting to take it on themselves would be to 
painted a lighter color. And the most important part about that would be get the best primer first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because oh, yeah. just putting regular latex paint on top of old old oil-based paint or, or lacquer, it's not going to bond well. So mm-hmm. that and paint them. And then a lot of times I'll, I'll do all kinds of specialty glazes. Uh, earlier on, it was a lot more of the shabby chic and really accentuated. But nowadays, I still do a lot of glazing, but it's very clean and simple, not as busy. Well, well, I wonder about that in general with all of the, even the faux finishing for the walls and some of the options that you have for walls. It does seem like some of the heavier texture textures, just as the darker colors used to have those dark greens and dark burgundies that have kind of gone mm-hmm. away now. It seems like, um, it's at least my perception, a lot of the heavy textured type faux finishes have also been minimized. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think there's, we've slowed down on that a lot. And uh, though I still do some specialty finishes on walls uh, and, and even every now and then do something with rags and, and, and stuff, but it's also, I tend to go toward the more subtle combination of mm-hmm. colors. Mm-hmm. I think when people put real extreme colors together, which was real popular back in the early 90s, uh, it doesn't look as good as it's, it's, I think that was part of the trendy thing. But now I do something very subtle, very soft. So you just walk in a room and you see it's not a solid color, but it's just very delicate. It's very – adds some charm to the room. So that and also I still get some where people want to do effects like stripes and harlequins or stone blocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's still something I do a good bit of. And uh, and the plasters are big now. Uh, the, the Venetian plasters are even the – the rough te- uh, textured plasters that are not real heavy, heavy, thick, but just have a lot of character to them. Well, you know, I do see um, a lot of great accent walls. I think that's a great way to use mm-hmm. a, a faux finish in, you know, the a, a hallway entryway, uh, maybe even in a dining room where you have a feature wall. Um, I guess you get a, a lot of requests for that type of thing. When you mentioned stripes, it made me think of it because... We actually did that on a project not long ago. So I guess accent walls can can really be where you really let your personality shine. Yeah, that, that adds a lot to a lot of homes or, or back behind the headboard of a bedroom, whatever. Uh, I've not done a ton of accent walls, but from time to time they do. And stripes and those kind of things are great. Stripes can be done with either just with solid colors on either stripe mm-hmm. or you can do it with a slight faux finish. You know, just very delicate, but there's no end to the possibilities. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just just um, trying to stay a little consistent from one wall to the next, which which brings <laughs> up the part of uh, homeowners doing it themselves. You and I have both been in homes where someone was very proud of the little project they did in the bathroom, and they were contemplating doing the whole living room, and you think, well, that's not exactly like you want it. So what are some of the mistakes that homeowners do? I have seen some fantastic projects that homeowners have done, but what's mm-hmm. some of the common mistakes that homeowners take on when they try to do some of the faux finishing on the walls themselves? Well, like I mentioned earlier, one of the things I think are, are not getting the color combinations to look good together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way to approach that is to always work on a sample board first and experiment before you actually get onto the wall. You can get poster boards and paint the base color, which is usually best to use an eggshell or a satin paint as opposed to a flat, and and then try the different colors and uh, whether you mix it with a glaze, which is just a clear medium to help it soften out and get more translucent, or whether you use just a watered-down color, 
the color combinations are very important, how they look together and how they flow. Uh, sometimes a homeowner might take on too big or an ambitious of a project. And so that's why you got to decide, if, I can handle that bathroom, but can I handle that 14-foot wall? Exactly. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's what I think about, a small bathroom where you don't have to get up on any scaffolding or, or anything, and it's nice mm-hmm. and easy and safe, and you basically have very few square feet. That's probably one way to try your artistic handout to see if you can really do that part of it. Now, um, I've also seen, you know, you've, you've touched on a little bit about different furniture and different surfaces that you can apply different specialty finishes to. One of the ones that uh, I used to really enjoy is seeing someone take a round eight or 10 inch wood column and marbleize it. It might be a better word for it than that, but actually make it look like a piece of Carrera marble. And um, I was always amazed at that. You know, you have to go over there and take your knuckle and kind of tap on it to make sure it's not actually stone. I'm sure you get a lot of experience doing that as well. I've done quite a few columns and also fireplace mantles Mm -hmm. is is a popular place to do that. And uh, yeah, that is always adds a lot to it, you know, rather than just a solid color uh, column, but it all depends on your design and your, your style and your taste for your home. Well, speaking of design, I know that you have a lot of decorators in your area that, that recommend you. And I, and I think that's where a lot of these opportunities come because, you know, a lot of homeowners are just not exposed to some of the higher end decorative type trims. And, and certainly this falls into that. Now, what about that over the top project that you've done? I'm sure that you've gotten a few requests and actually have done a few jobs where you go, wow, I'm going to be here a while. What, what describe one of those (laughs) that you, that you might've had. (laughs) Well, I guess it, I guess when you say over the top, there's several that could could respond to that situation. But the one that comes to my mind is one that I did actually when I was relatively new in this. And it was oh, about 2000 was the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, not only were there a lot of wonderful finishes, it was a lot, like you said, time-wise. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it, it still stands today as the, the most hours I've ever spent on one particular house. Wow. I had a billing hours of nine months. Oh. On that one house. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Where most people, you know, I'll go do a day or two or two weeks or whatever. But it was in construction. And so that was off and on. You know, I'd do an area, then they would do more. I'd go do other jobs, then I'd come back. So, but a total of nine months. And we did everything from uh, soft, hazy glazes on the ceilings. We did antique glazes on almost all the woodwork throughout the house, wow. even the, the shutters <laughs> and the windows and the baseboards and the doors. And then even the kitchen cabinets, they had me do it in a burl walnut effect. Wow. So where you could have bought burl walnut, mm-hmm. it would have cost a lot more, but right. they had the cabinet maker put my base color on the cabinets. And then I did this burl walnut. It still looks beautiful today. Unreal. Unreal. Well, well, I hope they um, had you a bedroom there so that you could just move in for a while there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I earned the nickname Eldon there. If you'll remember the show Murphy Brown. Oh, yeah. She yeah. had a painter that kind of almost moved in with her all the time. So <laughs> that's where I became Eldon. How about that? <laughs> well, David really enjoyed this. Uh, decorative painter uh, David Walton. Um, uh, tell us uh, about some websites, Facebook and so forth, that people can see some of your work and connect with you. Well, the easiest would be to go to the website because I have links to everything else right on that. Mm-hmm. And the website, uh, which I'm sure you'll have on the, the paperwork Certainly or the, will, the sure. notice for everything, but but it's Van Gogh Faux, which is spelled V-A-N-G-O-F-A-U-X. 
Facebook.com. And there's a collection of photos there as well as links to my Facebook and links to my Instagram. And that way you can look at that. The the website has great photos of kind of different categories of the type of work. But then the the more social media ones that do, I put on I put something on this morning actually. No, oh, so I keep good. it more up to date. Good, you know. good. Well, so if you're in the Mobile, Baldwin County areas of Mobile um, or close by, and uh, looking for a real unique specialty finish on just about anything in your house, again, it's VanGofo.com. David Walton, great to talk to you again, my friend, and hope we uh, run into each other very soon. I don't doubt that we will. I appreciate it very much, Danny. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Danny. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you'll take a moment to leave a review and follow this podcast. I also invite you to visit todayshomeowner.com slash ask where you can send me any photos, ask any question, and let me know what topic you would like to hear more about. So remember, next time you have a question, ask Danny.